We have a song that is filled with questions, opening as it does with one of the most fundamental questions we can ask. When push comes to shove, what's it all about? What's the meaning of a meaningful life? We all keep talking and no one's listening. What's the meaning of a meaningful life? We all keep marching to the beat of the same drum. What's the purpose of all this matter if it's all just trying to die or trying to stay alive? What's the meaning of a meaningful life? Words sung at first in this airy not at all threatening way, as if we might take time to consider the question, take time to think about it, to think about it rather than really feel it. But then the music shifts. What's the meaning of a meaningful life? We all keep talking and no one's listening. What's the meaning of a meaningful life? We all keep marching to the beat of the same drum. What's the purpose of all this matter if it's all just trying to die or trying to stay alive? The music shifts and we are pulled to earth into the fray that is life And we're compelled to confront the question as if our life depended on it. The song is titled Purpose or Purposes, and it's by the band Cuddle Drug, a group that is devoted to fundamental matters, to shaking us up, to waking us up to what's at stake when we get up each day. And for the band members, they sing what it is about for them. I don't care if anyone remembers me, just as long as they can see what I put my heart into. Also, that life is worth living if it's lived for someone else. Purpose from the album Bed of Thorns by Cuddle Drug was released in March of this year. Cuddle Drug doesn't pause in its caring for others, though, and to that end, the group has created a new EP on the heels of Bed of Thorns, addressing recent events in the nation's experience. Released today, the 4th of July. With a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom. Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium. seven sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. There is absolutely no evidence to... Derek Jolly is a founding member of the group. He grew up here in the Wyoming Valley, and he is a graduate of Wyoming Seminary in Kingston and Wilkes University in Wilkes-Barre. He went on to receive a Master of Science degree from the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine with concentrations in biomedical research management and industrial organizational psychology, always, though, continuing to create music, capable of using his mind intensely, his heart profusely. For him, it is at the heart of a meaningful life. 
And it is probably no surprise that Cuddle Drug asks a big question in the group's newest song. We had a chance to speak by phone with Derek Charlie to ask him about the 4th of July release. Cuddle Drug is an art collective, so there's always ebb and flow to who is involved with every little aspect of things. I really took the lead with this first EP of our of our summer music, so the primary voice you'll hear on this EP that's out today will be me. This EP has two songs that were readdressed from the past of Cuddle Drug that got re-recorded, and one brand new song. As, as we've discussed before, and as you recently had on your program, it's now yesterday, July 3rd, I was involved in the American Guild of Organists America concert at First Presbyterian Church, where I'm a vocalist and a reader, and... The first track on the EP is called Not Every Prayer is Answered. And it's a song I actually wrote to perform for special music at First Presbyterian, but I addressed it in a very contemporary and colloquial tone, expressing that hope is something that we give ourselves. So you'll hear that track first. And then the second track is a song that was also written in 2016 called Salty, and it's about channeling anger and it's a it's a provocative tune, and I I know that our listeners will <laughs> listen to it and recognize that it is provocative. I'll leave it at that. And then the last track is Collection of Ghosts, which is the song in which I'm wondering what it truly means to be an American and hoping that the answer is that we truly wish to stand up for the democratic ideals that ensure that everybody has justice and advocacy and has the resources available to them to live good lives that they decide what is best for them. So that is that is the EP. And I have I've taken the reins on the first one, but of course I would never be able to do anything without all of the creatives that surround me in the art force that is Cuddle Drug and I'm always grateful to my band. And I'm also grateful to the community surrounding me. There's countless voices and and great individuals that help me get my perspective right on all of this. I never guess. I do my research, but much like the boys in my band hear things that I don't hear, I also choose to surround myself with people that don't necessarily think or look like me that see things that I don't see. Because I want to make sure that I'm not only doing the correct kind of advocacy work, but I'm also doing it in a well-informed way. Cuddle Drug always addresses what one might consider to be controversial subjects. But I think there's a difference between addressing something lazy controversy, right? Like something is controversial because it's obvious that the artist didn't necessarily think too much about it. I I prefer to be controversial in a very well-informed way. I prefer to address difficult and provocative subjects for the sake of raising awareness and wellness of people, but but doing so in a super inclusive and and well-informed capacity not only through my own voice, but also through the voices of the people around me that are not like me. And without their voices and without their perspectives and without their intellect, I wouldn't even make it out of the starting gate as a creative. So I'm always super grateful for the community surrounding me. You're particularly enthusiastic about the new song. The reason why it's exciting to me is because I was able to revisit a song that I wrote in 2016 called Collection of Ghosts. And I originally wrote this song about the Pulse nightclub shooting that happened in June of 2016, in which about 50 people, and even more were injured, but about 50 people were killed by a gunman at a nightclub in the queer community in Florida. 
And I was in Switzerland on tour when I, when I learned of this, and it completely broke my heart. And I had a very interesting perspective of that time because I was so inspired and so moved and so outraged that that happened, especially as a member of the queer community. I wrote a song about what it must have felt like to be an American when it was never a question of whether or not we were doing the right thing. And I, I have a chorus in the song in which I say, I wonder what it was like to be un-American when it mattered the most collection of ghosts. And I was lucky to be able to see what was happening in our country at that point, literally from the outside looking in. I was in Europe writing about my home nation, and I only recorded it as a demo. I never actually took the steps of fully producing it. And this time, I feel like the song is more relevant now than it was then. That's why I find myself revisiting it, because I see what's happening in our country now, and I feel similar outrage. I, I see what's happening with the rights of people living in our country being ripped away. Not only that, but also everything else that's been happening. Racial injustice in our country, income inequality, the war in Ukraine, the gas price crisis. I can go on and on and on, and I do in the song, because... I included a bunch of different news clips and a bunch of different voicemails that I left myself. That's the way that I keep notes most of the time. I, I basically made this an introspective compilation asking the question, what does it truly mean to be an American? What, it, what do we really stand for? I grew, up, I grew up being told that we were the greatest country in the world. And I'm in this song questioning whether or not that is still true. But at the end of the song, I make the argument, I truly hope so, and I believe it's now up to us, my generation and the generations that are coming after me. It is our country now. And if we truly wish to embody what it means to be a democratic republic and really truly stand up for what the original Congrel said, in which everyone is created equal, that if the law does not apply to everybody, then it truly is a joke. So this is me reaffirming for myself that I still have hope and that I do have hope in our country, not necessarily because of the old men that are running things in our government, but more so for the young, representative, diverse generations that are coming now. And I'm proud to be a part of one of those generations. And I'm excited and I'm, I'm filled with hope when I see people my age and people younger than me working to make sure that justice is truly for everyone and that advocacy is not left to the wayside. And that what it truly means to be an American is also now what it truly means to be a young cosmopolitan. The world is now interconnected, unlike it ever has been in the past. Everybody is now connected. Everybody deserves the right to live a long, happy life. And this song is me finally and true. I'm, I finally finished this song such that it's my, it's my wonder what it really meant. And I'm inspired by figures that truly were against the grain, like the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and other historians that I, that I read quite often, like Dr. Barbara Fields. She's uh, a leading expert on the Civil War and African-American history in the United States. I read her often, and she has some very provocative ideologies. So I'm, I'm very excited, and I'm also, I'm also inspired. This song, it, it does question about what it truly means to be American or if we're doing the right thing, but it ultimately expresses the message of I truly hope and I'm truly inspired by the hard work and the dedication that is coming from the people, not necessarily from our government.
Derek, one of the things that has distinguished Cuddle Drug's music all along is that sense that you all tackle hard questions, hard issues, suicide, mental health, things that get to the essence of what it means to be alive and can lead to despairing. And yet you always, in your music, in no easy way, seek out and find and sing some way us into hope. How does that happen for you? Because it sounds like you've just done that again. Yes. Cuddle Drug as a band, we never shy away from difficult subjects that affect us. As artists and as musicians, I'm constantly inspired to try to maximize advocacy and wellness and justice for everyone. And I'm inspired constantly to help use my voice and my platform to raise awareness and raise good works for causes and for voices that wouldn't otherwise normally be heard by our audience or our listeners. And this is actually just the tip of the iceberg, Erica, because This is a three-song EP that is coming out on July 4th, but we actually have another one in the works, and I won't say too much about that because it is still in the works, but it will be coming soon, not long after this, addressing the same type of thing I'm very excited about. But as we've spoken about in the past, Bed of Thorns, our recent full-length album released in April, was, was very difficult to address issues of mental health and suicidality, but just because it's hard doesn't mean we're not going to try. Ultimately, it's a cathartic experience for me personally. And also, I feel like it is the duty of artists and the duty of creatives, at least in my perspective, to never ignore what affects them and never ignore what affects the people around them whom they care about so much. And, you know, it's not necessarily easy to write about mental health struggles or about issues affecting the queer community or about suicidality, but it definitely isn't super difficult to write from my own perspective. Like, when I write about those things, I'm writing about what affects me personally. But now I find myself writing about issues that are affecting my generation. But we're just one little puzzle piece. I've said that time and time again when it comes to working and creating music and art that raises awareness and encourages our listeners to become active in these problems. I would never presume to ever understand what it's like to be in their shoes, but I try my hardest, and I won't shy away from trying to help in every single way that I possibly can. And I know I speak for the band when I say that. Let me ask you this, Derek. When you are thinking in those terms and writing in those terms, some of us are of a certain age, and we remember the singer-songwriters and the bands of the 60s who were taking on the political situations of that time as well. Do you ever listen to that music? Do you ever think about those folks who were singing anti-war songs? And is that part of your musical experience? Very much so. And it's very good that you ask that because that's a big part of why I wrote the song Collection of Ghosts. And the reason I readdressed it and I revisited it is because I'm asking what it meant to be quote-unquote un-American. Not that I am against our democratic ideals. No, not at all. But artists that we now think in in today's day and age are our American historical mainstream, such as Bob Dylan and Credence Clearwater and, and, and other bands that were writing during the time of the Vietnam War or you know, they at that point a lot of those artists were censored because they were thought to be quote unquote un American. But now when you listen to their music in retrospect, 
you recognize that it was actually truly asking the question, are we doing what we can as Americans? Like, why, why are we not doing the right thing right now? And that's what inspired me to write the song in the first place, because I've been inspired again by recent events in this country to really ask the question, I wonder what it meant to be un-American. I, I wonder what it meant to truly challenge why we weren't doing the right thing or why we aren't doing the right thing when it matters the most. And that's, that's why the EP is coming out on July 4th, to not only set the stage for the music that's coming later in the year that we're already working on and the advocacy work that we're already putting into play, but also to symbolically address the holiday as a whole and to say, yes, we have independence. Yes, we're a sovereign nation. Yes, we have a democratic republic. But is that a joke unless we do right by those ideals? Like, the true genius of our government is compromise and liberty for everybody, 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 period. That means everyone, (laughs) regardless of the demographic, regardless of by what name they call God, regardless of their gender or their physiological sex or the decisions that they'd like to make. Individual liberty is the true genius of our government. And if we're not defending that, then we're missing the point. And I know you are a student of history. You mentioned reading an historian of the Civil War, and you have been interested in things in Europe, the war, and things like that. Is it because you care about precedence and what we can learn from history? Is that part of it? 